Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray here and joining me this episode it is Matthew Day Gillett. Hey man, it's nice to be here in person again. In person and at the arse end of the North Island, hello. Yeah, it's a bit of a different place to find me, isn't it? Um, no, beautiful morning here in Wellington. It is, and welcome to episode two of our Great Rides of New Zealand series brought to you by Motomark. If you've had a dirty weekend, then check out motomark.co.nz. They're going to sort you out with no elbow grease, no fuss clean if your bike, and probably a few other toys as well. Spray it on, leave it for as long as it takes to have a beer, uh, hose it off, and your, your bike's all clean. Uh, and we've got some Motomark to give away uh, later this episode as well. Uh, it is Great Rides of New Zealand, Matt. We have done the 40-second traverse. We have both done, at separate times and together, the, the Forgotten World Highway. Yeah, I did that just yesterday on my way down to Wellington. Of course, because yesterday was day one for you. Yeah, so um, it was nearly 700 k's from Cambridge. I was quite proud of finding a route that long. Um, yeah, backside wasn't quite so proud by the time I got here to Wellington, but um, no, it was a really good day, a really good ride, and uh, in the Forgotten World Highway, I happened to run into one Mr. Ben Wilkins. I think you didn't just run into him, you got passed by him. Yeah, by him and Doug. I was um, not expecting to see those guys, and they weren't expecting to see me. Um, and yeah, came around the corner, and then I was like, oh, there's a bike behind me. Oh, that looks like a BMW GS headlight. Oh, I wonder if it's a Funduro. And then, no, it's Bad Betty and it's Ben, and I'm like... I just laughed my ass off. Yeah, if, if, the only place in, in town you would not to expect not to see someone you know, right? Um, so Forgotten World Highway, I did it uh, on the way up to the 40 second traverse, you did it yesterday. Um, you did it the opposite way to me. Yeah, yeah, so I did it the same way that we did our original ride down it, uh, way back, what, nearly two years ago. Um, and yeah, unfortunately a few things have changed. It's um, That fun bridge is gone. Um, the wooden bridge that we were doing jumps off. Yeah, see I was riding along looking for that and it wasn't there. Yeah, that's um, Roadworks, they've completely de demoed it and they've made it wider and all sorts. Um, yeah, I was right, disappointed. Bit, right, okay. Yeah, um, gravel's still there for now though. Yeah, 12 k's of gravel and I, I did it a lot faster. <laughs> I bet you did, <laughs> on the T7. Um, yeah, no, it's a great ride, uh, a Hotel. Today's actually, um, as we record this, their election day. Um, For the Republic. Yeah, yeah, so uh, two humans versus three garden gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see a garden gnome win that. Oh, so do I. If okay. I was voting, I would be voting garden gnome, team garden gnome. So um, the Forgotten World Highway is definitely up there as far as a great ride of New Zealand, I think, because it's so accessible. Um, it's not, you don't need the best of the best, you don't need a trail bike, you don't need to be light. You can do it on a road bike as we proved. Yeah. And the views are stunning and I stopped a few times just to take in the views on my way down like I was last time oh we just plowed through here and I stopped on a couple of the ridges and just had a look and it was awesome the scenery is amazing and there's about three or four saddles to go over that are quite windy to get up oh heck yeah especially I think it's after Fongamomino if you're going south or southwest and um, yeah it just twists and turns I've got it on video and I was just gleefully yelling oh happen happen <laughs> happen so that's definitely right up there um, for, for uh, Great Rides of New Zealand. Um, also, we last episode, we're not going to wax on about it too much more, but the 40-second traverse and Fisher's track. Um, this trip, though, uh, we're currently standing at the Blue Bridge Ferry Terminal across the road from the uh, ornate old Wellington train station, which is still in use and operational, um, waiting for a boat to another island. 
Yeah, this is a new experience for me. Um, I've never been on the ferry. <laughs> I've been on it a couple of times, but uh, not with this bike. Yeah, I've never been on it. Never been on, I can't say I've ever been on a ferry in general, apart from the ones in Auckland that are a bit dinky. I don't think I've ever been on Blue Bridge. Yeah, well, oh, it's all new to me, man. Um, as you said last night, I've probably overdone it with my tie-down straps, but um, I thought I'd be better safe than sorry. Uh, and, um, nah, just can't wait to get on there and get a hot pie or something for breakfast. Breakfast of champions, the hot pie. If it's anything like uh, Inter-Islander, uh, good cooked breakfast is what I'm looking forward to. Ooh. Although, I don't travel well on boats in yeah. the sea. So, um, full cooked breakfast, might be going over the side halfway over. Alright, I'll make sure I video that for you. <laughs> We are going out to the South Island. We're going to catch up with some characters. We've got a mate off, uh, a new mate off Facebook, who I've never met, but he'll he's riding a CRF 250L. Yeah, isn't he meeting us here, is he? Or is he meeting us in Picton? Picton. Ah, cool. And uh, got um, Brent Cotton and Ollie Cotton on another CRF 250L rally. So um, that's a And of course, Brent's on his uh, KTM. Yeah, but oh, come on, it's, it's Team Honda this time. You guys so it's going to be me and Brent off into the distance, and the Honda's just, just slowly plodding along. Oh man, I'm not planning on going fast <laughs> at all. Like, I am here to take in the scenery, man. I, it is meant to be amazing. So um, yeah, I'm yeah, going to take it slow, take it fun. And um, I've been recommended by Ben Wilkins that before we get to Hamner Springs, we need to turn off the Molesworth and do jo Jolly's Pass. Uh, well, we haven't actually said where we're going, and you've just said it. We're yeah. going to uh, Picton to ride to Blenheim to do the Molesworth down to Hanmer Springs and Jolly's Pass, you reckon? Yeah, Jolly's Pass at the end of the Molesworth. Apparently, it's a bit like the 42nd Traverse, um, but no nasty, scary hill. So, um, yeah, just a nice way to end it is uh, the way Ben expressed it, because uh, obviously the original plan was to come back along the rainbow, but that ain't going to happen. Um, no, slips and stuff and such. Yeah, from 30 minutes of rain. Um, must have been one hell of a rainstorm. But. We get rain here though and we're in summer to be fair. We had a, we had rain the other day that came down so heavy that the, the water was just going over the spouting. Yeah, it must have been, it could have even been that particular storm. But um, yeah, the Rainbow Road, the jewel of the Upper South Islands closed to us. So uh, we'll be fumbling our way on Sunday. Um, I believe Brent's got a few plans because he's done that area with the KTM crew. So we'll... Um, yeah, we're going to split this trip in, in two parts, okay? So today is today's episode. Yep. Tomorrow is next week. Ah, cool. All right, well, we'll shut up about tomorrow then, <laughs> and we'll just focus on today. Right, well, we've got um, some energy drinks to sink, and we're going to get on this boat, which is not going to sink, and uh, we will come to you shortly with more action from to this episode of Great Rides of New Zealand, the Molesworth edition. It's going quarter past eight and um, we've had breakfast, we're on the boat. We haven't left anywhere, we haven't gone anywhere yet, Matt. No, well we've had breakfast, so that's a win. Uh, boat was meant to leave 15 minutes ago, but um, it hasn't. But people only started walking on about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, true. I thought all the people got on before us, to be honest, but um, maybe they didn't. It's very busy though, isn't it? It does seem very busy, it does seem... I've never done Blue Bridge before, so um, I've done Inter Island and that's all I can compare it to, and Inter Island seems bigger. Yeah, it seems a wee bit cramped in here, but then again we are at the breakfast place where everyone's coming for breakfast because we all got up at Sparrow's Fart, so uh, yeah, 
No, it's an interesting experience. It's um, just like getting on an airplane though. Like, you get on and then you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And look, like, I think the engines have started now. I can feel a bit of vibration through the floor. Yeah, I can feel a bit of vibration. It seems like uh, they're warming up the old... What does it run on? Diesel? Yeah, it's something. I don't know, big boats. Some of them run on just straight oil. We're not exactly uh, maritime experts. We are more motorcyclists. Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've been on a, uh, a boat or been in charge of a boat. Um, quite nice breakfast, though. I mean, basic, but good. I had um, baked beans, uh, hash brown, and bacon. Yeah, I had the uh, the big kiwi breakfast, which was uh, all of the above, plus sausage, uh, poached eggs, and what else? That may have been it. Um, I have heard you're a bit of a fan of the sausage. I do love my sausage. I, was, I would have liked another sausage, but um, yeah, uh, you deal with what you got. <laughs> and we met up with a couple of guys on um, on adventure bikes. Um, can we get your names, guys? Uh, Brent, Alan. And what do you ride? Uh, DR650. KLR650. And we don't we don't know you guys from Bar of Soap, but in true <laughs> in true motorcycling fashion, um, dudes on adventure bikes pull up and you start having a yarn, right? Absolutely. No, it was good to catch up with you guys. Obviously, a bit of commonality there with uh, the motorbikes and heading down uh, towards Molesworth. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so you guys are heading to the Molesworth? Yeah, heading down to Molesworth. So, um, going through, um, obviously, from the Sydney end and then staying in the motor camp um, tonight and then hopefully doing the rainbow on uh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Bad news about the rainbow. I think it's Closed. Well, apparently, but uh, there might be a plan B. Apparently, we'll just wait and see. <laughs> hey, Matt. Oh, hello, Ray. Welcome to my island. Yeah, the mainland. <laughs> Is it really your island, though? You left a long time ago. Still, still, you can take the South Island out of the boy. Well, you take the boy out of the South Island, not the other way around. Um, so we're on uh, on the ferry still. We've just come into Queen Charlotte Sound, passing Awapawa Island on the right. Uh, and there's a lot of fishing boats. And um, this is actually also where they have uh, mussel and mussel farms and something else, I think. Wait, good fishing then. Mm, good fishing, good fishing. Um, so we're going to make our way through the sounds here. We're going to, uh, I'll put my pilot voice on. We're going to uh, head up here, we're going to hang a right, we're going to go into the main sound and hang a left, and uh, we'll be there in about uh, an hour's time. Oh, yes, we've still got an hour to go. Shit. Uh, it's a lovely cruise though, now that we're not in the middle of the strait and bouncing along. Hey, I made it through the strait without chundering. Oh, is that a new thing for you? <laughs> no, it's not a new thing, but I always feel a bit queasy, you know, when the boat gets a lean on and, and starts, you know, rocking backwards and forwards. There were quite a few white caps, but it actually ended up being all right. Yeah, I went to the loo and um, found out because of all those bumps in there, they've got um, big magnets on top of the toilet stalls. This poor little kid was trapped in the toilet. I had to help him out. <laughs> Couldn't work out what was going on. Like, uh, unlocking and knocking it, and oh, the poor little guy was starting to freak out, and then this other bloke and I that were waiting for the bogs were like, Oh wait, what's this up the top? Oh, it's a magnet, bonk. And um, yeah, then I nearly fell asleep because it was a nice gentle rocking motion. <laughs> now nah, it's been a nice crossing. You know, my hair can get quite hairy at times. Um, and now we're in the sounds. It's, it's kind of that, um, oh, hang on, we're, we're, we're leaning over the other way now. Um, now we're in the sounds and it's where it gets real calm and it's like it's still a little bit blowy and, and choppy. Not choppy choppy, but blowy, um, but real calm. Yeah, it's like a lake almost it's just flat um, and yeah like you say there's just a bit of a breeze coming through but it, again it's a, a sound it's what um, created by a glacier or something I assume some many 
time, long time ago. Yeah, we're in the sea. Yeah, so uh, no, it's just a big funnel of wind coming uh, off the island. But we're not here to talk about boats or the sound or the picturesque sea. We're here to talk about motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. So we've made some nice new friends in uh, Brent and Alan, uh, who've uh, joined us for the crossing. Good on you for remember- remembering their names. I know that's a new thing for me. I'm shocking <laughs> with names normally, but I was sitting there at the table while we we're having our yarn. I was going, "All right, the guy on the left's Brent. The guy on the right's Alan. The guy on the left's Brent. The guy on the right's Alan." Um, now they're real nice guys. Uh, it'll be interesting how long we stick together on the ride down. So let's talk uh, motorcycles. Uh, obviously, I'm on the T7. You're on Rosie the Rally 250, CRF 250L Rally. Um, for people that may not have listened to previous episodes, <laughs> run us through your bike. Uh, all right, so my bike, Rosie the Rally, is uh, the former Blue Wing Honda press bike. Um, I rode many times when it was a press bike. I put about 2,000 Ks on it, did plenty of inches then. Found it at uh, Honda Hamilton, uh, was the Honda shop Hamilton now, uh, in early 2019 and looked at the number plate, looked at the seat and went, ah, I know that bike and bought it then and there. So it is a 250, modifications and add-ons? Uh, all right, so modifications. I have um, a set of bike busters with the first uh, proper mono put on it. I got the jet handguards because the factory ones are a bit rubbish. Um, other than that, the only other real modifications or add-ons I've done is I've changed the tires a couple of times. So now I'm running the Shinko E804, E805 tire combo. Uh, and they're really, really holding up well. Uh, 700 k's yesterday, give or take. And um, no, they still look pretty new. And luggage? Uh, luggage, GV, GRT 718 panniers, uh, waterproof roll tops, and I've also got the, I think it's a 717 uh, uh, tool bag on the back of my bike as well. And um, yeah, that's, that's it. I haven't got an exhaust, I haven't reflashed the ECU, or I haven't put a bigger screen on it. Oh, actually, no, I have done, and I've forgotten I did it. Uh, for Christmas, I got a set of fly handlebars. Uh, aluminium handlebars. Oh, you swapped the handlebars? Yep, so I've got uh, the fly handlebars on, they've got a nice cushiony uh, bar pad on there, which um, I couldn't actually fit on the factory one, so I think, um, yeah, there's something different, a little bit different there, but um, yeah, and I also swapped the grips for rental pillow tops, and they feel really nice. Uh, nice and soft. <laughs> nice. Uh, the MTO7? 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 The MTO7 is not here. Uh, the Tenere 700 is still reasonably factory, running the Outback Motortech uh, crash cage and skid plate. That's a massive skid plate too. It's quite heavy, but you can tell when a rock is because it sounds like a gong. Um, got the Ventura uh, Evo 22. Jetstream, uh, 22 Jetstream pack and rack on the back uh, and that's me luggage apart from a backpack with a laptop in it because you know making content we kind of need somewhere to store it all and I have the quadlock motorcycle bar mount with um, with vibration dampener and uh, we're uh, it's going to be the second outing on an adventure ride for the quad lock so ah, I've, got, I've got the quad lock on my bike as well ah uh, yes yeah, so what are you running on the quad lock um i'm running my iphone 6s because i'm too chicken to put my 11 on there because even with the vibration dampener i still managed to um vibe my uh lens loose on the iphone 11 but then again my bike was is a 250 and it revs its nuts off and it's vibey as hell so um yeah not too sure i'm just a bit too chicken and let's face it it's a, it's nice to have just a gps sitting on your bike that you don't have to pull off 
every now and then. So. Speaking of GPS, we're both running River um, and we're tracking the ride today and uh, next week and last week as well actually. So if you want to see any of the GPS tracks and maybe get a GPX file, feel free to message us. You can email us podcast at, G- at uh, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz or you can get hold of us through Instagram or Facebook as well. Right, well, we're going to sit back and enjoy the rest of this uh, boat trip, and we're going to catch up with Brent. Who are we catching up with? Brent, Ross, and... Ollie. Ollie. Yeah. So, well, there was going to be five of us. There might, appear, might be seven of us in the convoy on the way down now. Yeah, that's amazing the friends you make on motorcycles, isn't it? When people show up on a, on a DR and a KLX, KLR. And you, a KLR, sorry, you go, you go g'day! Yeah, yeah and oh, I don't even know what that, I think it was a CB1100 was there as well at the uh, ferry when we were getting on, but um, nah, <laughs> we didn't really, we talked to them briefly and um, then we got distracted by the bikes with knobbies. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll bring you more soon. All right, we made it to the South Island. We are on the mainland, Matt. Yeah, top of the north. No, top of the south. Top of the south, that would be a good place. Uh, we've met up with the crew, so we've got myself on the T7. We've got Matt on Rosie. No, we'll call yours Rosie. Yours is Rosie. We've got Ollie on, what are you riding, Ollie? Another CRF 250 rally. So what's yours, What's what, has yours got a name? No, not yet. All right, we're gonna have to find a name for yours. Um, we've got Ross on the, g'day Ross. G'day. What are you riding? Uh, CRF 250. 250L though, not the rally, right? Yep. Nice. Then we've got another Brent and an Allen. That's right, there we go. So we got how many bikes? I'm not good with maths. Two, four, six, seven. Um, so here to Picton, sort of a 20 minute ride yeah. or an hour around Port Underwood. So it's 40 minutes Blenheim, longer. Man. What's that? Yeah, to Blenheim. Blenheim, sorry. Yeah, to Blenheim. Um, Oh, I, I don't mind, but what's the time now? It's You're a bit late to getting in than what we thought. Brent's asking us if we want to go and do Port Underwood and then get into the Molesworth. Yeah. What do you guys want to get straight into the Molesworth? Yeah. What, so what's Port Underwood? What's... I don't know. It's the, um, the coast road that goes around to the other side, to Blenheim, basically. Oh, okay. It's just better than a straight highway. It's like a gravel, twisty road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah, do it. Then we re- refuel up in uh, Blenheim, are we? Yeah. If we do Port Underwood, do we have to get gas now? No, no, you'll smoke it. We, we've come from Blenheim around there, yep. so it's 40, about 50k. Oh, you yeah. A lot of real windy seal, a stretch of really cool gravel. It's not nice, but it's just a nice bit of gravel. Seal and then into Blenheim. Gas up in Blenheim, and then we'll do Taylor's Pass, and then into Galveston Valley into Molesworth. Yeah, might as well, yeah. Me! I just don't want to take over your holiday. If you guys want to do something, you just say... Hey, hey, where do you live? Ah, uh, Christchurch. So you're basically a local? Well, sort of. So yeah, we'll roll with what you say. Okay, yeah. good call. Well, we wanted to, basically, my plan was we were going to do um, Port Underwood on the way back anyway. So if we knock it out now... I've got, I've got an epic ride for you tomorrow. Yeah, well, apparently the rainbow's back just opened. What's that? Apparently the rainbow's just uh, opened. Exactly. So we've got, we've, we've got the perfect day tomorrow, so... <laughs> And we met these two gentlemen. Have you met these two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we met them waiting for the ferry. They're doing exactly what we're doing. Through with us. That's cool, yeah. eh? Yeah. Yeah. I love yep. it. Motorcycling. Yeah. There's, so no, there's no other KDM, so there's no other parts for me. That's yeah. the well, there's no other Yammies either. The Honda 250 parts. Well, look, yeah, that's so. the problem, though. Honda 250s don't need parts. No, yeah, they're, they're, they're basically... Um, trying to change the sump oil. They're the uh, cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's just gone um, 12.14 and what are we doing now? 
uh, Port Underwood Road, Blenheim, Gas, Taylor's Pass, and then to the Molesworth. Let's do it. And for some reason, we didn't record any time between halfway down the Molesworth and uh, Port Underwood. So uh, this is Ray just breaking in to give you a bit of an overview of the Port Underwood Road. Uh, It was a stunning, stunning road winding around the eastern side. So instead of going straight from Picton out to Blenheim, you go through Picton towards the east and wind your way around the coast, around the sounds. And it was uh, a very, very picturesque, lovely, uppy, downy, lefty, righty road. It took us through some lovely little seaside fishing and batch areas. And uh, it was twisty, gravelly, and lovely. It was absolutely brilliant. Loved it. And if you're looking for a slightly alternate way of getting from Picton to Blenheim and you're not on a time limit, definitely the way to go. From here, we belted across to Blenheim. We got some gas. We shot over Taylor's Pass. And we pick up the action around about 4Ks from the gate to the Molesworth station and Molesworth Road itself. Oh man, are we in heaven or what? It's five past three, we're a little bit later than we expected to be. Uh, we took a little offshoot out the back of Blenheim to get onto the Molesworth Taylor uh, Pass. Taylor's Pass. There's a couple of bikes on that hill over there. That might be our uh, mates on the KLR and DR. Hey guys, uh, so yeah, Taylor's Pass, yeah? Yeah, definitely, awesome, awesome fun. I've been having so much fun on the rally, just kicking the ass loose. Um, and I've been taking a heart, um, Fiji, the KR publisher, told me um, after the 42 Traverse, I'm standing too much. Yeah, you said the same to me. Yeah, so um, I've been taking that to heart and I've been sitting down as much as possible. Only reason I've stood up recently is because my butt hurts, because my seat's a plank. Um, but it's actually, I feel like my riding's actually gotten a lot better. So we got onto the 42nd Traverse, wide open. Uh, we, we, we did a little bit of like on the side of the cliff, kind of twisty, turny, turny stuff. But In the Molesworth, where we are now? What did I just say? 42nd Traverse. Yeah, fuck the 42nd Traverse. That's, that was last week. We got onto the Molesworth and it was a, kind of a little bit of um, on the side of the cliff kind of um, twisty stuff. And then we just came into this massive valley, which we're, we've just shot off the side of the road uh, on this wee grass track, which I think we'll just turn around and go back down on. Uh, and if you want to see photos, facebook.com forward slash podcast and on Instagram as well. We're looking back up this valley here now and we can see the road we've just come along. And man, it's absolutely stunning and if I stop talking for a minute listen to this how mint is that silence isn't it fantastic absolutely brilliant Molesworth is offering it up right now I can't tell you how many k's we've done we're we're a fraction into it Uh, four hours I've been told so we better keep moving but um thoughts so far Oh, this is stunning. And like, it's not a beautiful sunny day like we'd hoped. It's overcast. There's a bit of, um, bit, a little bit of rain as we were coming along when we first hit the gravel. Uh, did good for suppressing the dust. Um, but man, this is just, it's stunning even in like the dark clouds in there. I can see why my cousin comes down here hunting all the time. So you don't need a fancy flash bike to do this sort of stuff. I mean, uh, I'm on the Tenere 700, obviously, with factory tyres. Um, we've got Matt on the uh, on the rally. We've got a couple of guys. We've got a, um, a DR650. That's kind of like the Hilux of bikes. I've said it before. Yeah, yeah, and the KLR's the tank of bikes. Uh, there's, oh, they've made a new friend too. Uh, looks like a... 
Oh, wow. oh that bike we stopped, uh, we passed. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, coming into the Molesworth, we passed the bike on the side of the road. He was just, you know, faffing around with his bags or whatever. And we passed a four-wheel drive club of probably about 20, 30 four-wheel drives that were going up another road. Yeah, oh, it's been awesome. It's definitely a playground. And, like, we just were riding along, and there's no fences here. And we're like, oh, that trail looks cool. Let's ride up there and do some uh, piece to camera. So we did. Outstanding. Not piece to camera, piece to some audio. Wait, with some photos and stuff. Yeah. yeah I'll do I would love to keep going up there, eh? I would, like, so we're standing literally on the side of a hill. There's two wheel tracks. Four-wheel drives or quads obviously come up here quite regularly. And it's just a trail up the hill. And it's not hard, it's dry, and it's... I'd love to go up there and see, but we, we've, got, we've got to keep moving because we've got people that we're riding with and they don't know where we've stopped, so... Um, right, we'll keep going anyway. Alright, here we are, a little bit later than expected, but it is uh, 4.35, we're in right at the start of the Molesworth station. In fact, we're right beside the original Molesworth cottage mat. Yeah, built in uh, 1866, which was a few years before I was born. One or two? Yeah, uh, COVID was back then apparently. There's a nice COVID scanner on the uh, front. Uh, yes, yeah, so back then they used their smartphones to uh, scan in, scan out, and uh, that way the landholder knew where they were. We'll go and have a chat, uh, quick chat to Brent Cotton very shortly to find out what we are expecting next, but that last bit of road, probably the last 15k, flowing, open, fast, swept as well, good under under tyre. Lots of traction, um, it was good fun, um, though you did have a bit of a no shit moment, didn't you Ray? <laughs> yeah, fourth gear going into a corner about 80k's an hour, just couldn't wipe the speed off fast enough, ended up in the tussock on the side. Well, I didn't come off, I mean I was rolling, but... <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, all I heard on the intercom was, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And I pulled up going, oh crap, what am I going to come across? And then I see you rolling along and basically just still saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So uh, it must have been hairy. Yeah, one of those moments, one of those moments of inattention. Um, so, you, I mean, you've definitely got to keep your wits about you in this part of the country because, I mean, what, how are you going to get out of here? Helicopter is the only way, really. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to uh, wipe out here. Um, yeah, should we go have a yarn to Brent and uh, find out what's up next? Yeah, let's go and do that. Uh, everyone's still ticking along quite well. I'm very dusty, my bike's a bit grubby. Brent, we're right at the start of the Molesworth station. What, what can we expect now and how far to Hamner? Um, we're probably another hour, hour and a half to Hamner. Uh, it gets sort of quite good from here. Um, I think you'll quite enjoy it. Some big open valleys, pretty quick gravel roads. And um, yeah, and then, then some really nice scenery around the side of a river into Hamner and um, yeah. Yeah, no, looking forward to, to um, getting to Hamner and um, having a feed and a beer and a bit of a yak, so... Uh, yeah, for sure. You're setting a cracking pace on the uh, KTM. Are we holding you up a little? Uh, not really. No, I don't mind stopping and resting. No, stopping and resting's fine. Yeah. So, what could I, what, I mean, are these typical conditions here? It's overcast. I'm going to say it's about 22 degrees. It's not cold. Um, the odd spit of rain. Is this kind of typical conditions for here? Or? No, no. This time of year, you, you know, you get 30, 30 degrees, 35 degrees through here, and it's um, it's actually quite uncomfortable to ride in. So this is perfect riding. The, the wind that, obviously, they had this morning, because there's all those willow trees and stuff down on the, on the road on the way in, is obviously gone. But um, a little bit of wind's quite nice, because it clears the dust as we ride. And a group like this, you sort of, the guys behind are riding in dust. But that's just what it is. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I did notice that my bike's a bit dustier than yours. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think I've got the cleanest bike here. There's a reason I'm riding out front. To a leader, I have to. So, um, yeah, I don't want anyone to go off a wrong road, so um, I'll just carry on leading the charge. Hey, while we're here, just before we go, um, talk, let's talk about gear. And one piece of gear that I see is on your handlebars right now, a GPS. How, uh, how critical is that kind of gear for this sort of riding? Not at all, no, I, I was trying to map the ride but it keeps turning itself off so I've just been playing, um, unfortunately I've just had to move handlebars but the, the power supply to it just keeps switching off so um, that and then it won't um, gain um, uh, satellites and stuff so it's just more playing with it now. The, this sort of stuff, it's uh, you know where you're going A to B, um, that's more for your KTM rallies, dusty butts and stuff like that where you're following a route guide so um, you just download it. So no, nah, it's just more mucking around with it today. So. And what else are you running? Rotor packs? Uh, yeah, that's actually, a, um, I've got a smaller one, that's a, a diesel one, uh, two gallon one, thinking that the Wii 250s might need some extra gas, so um, I'm going to sell the petrol at $5 a litre when they need it, <laughs> uh, so um, I've brought um, eight, nine odd litres along and um, yeah, I can make some make some money out of it, so uh, that's the whole reason. I've got a smaller one gallon one which is perfect for it, but just for this weekend I thought I'd bring some extra gas along to help the guys out if they need it, so um, yeah. And, and the trusty tow rope, which is probably more the tow the KTM than the Hondas. So. <laughs> oh, so you carry the tow rope so we can yeah. tow you. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> right. Let's, uh, let's, let's get back into the riding. What do you reckon? Hour 15, hour 20? Oh, well, we'll probably stop for some more photos because there's some pretty epic sort of stuff that, you know, um, big sky sort of country stuff that we'll stop and get some photos on the way through because it's be a shame to not ride through and not make memories. So uh, we'll, we'll stop at the good spots. And um, yeah, we'll be at Hamner for tea and a beer. Right, Matt, we're about two thirds of the way through now. Um, another, I'm going to say an hour to go, but you know, somebody else would say probably less at my rate. Yeah, I have no idea. Hey, I'm just spitting text because I just realised I wasn't really recording on my GoPro. Oh no! I know, man. It's still amazing. Now uh, we're at Pig Trough Picnic Area, eating like pigs. An old uh, suspension bridge, we were just talking about that. That uh, suspension bridge has been here long enough that all those materials were brought in by horse and cart. I wonder where it goes. That's the thing I'm wondering. What is the purpose of this bridge? So there's no public access, prohibited, unsafe, unsafe bridge. So um, I notice the, the grass has been mowed down there, so somebody comes down here with the old Ryobi weed whacker. Yeah, must, that must be one of the uh, jobs that the uh, park rangers do that we were discussing. They don't just swan around and uh, climb mountains, they must uh, mow lawns and stuff. Something else that's quite cool in here, you've got your massive mountains. The sky just goes on forever, which is funny. Um, but seas of little blue wildflowers. Yeah, they're quite, um, quite pretty. I thought they were um, lavender at first. They've got prickles. Uh, yeah, better not uh, get too close and sniff them. Might bloody hurt. I don't really know what else to say, to be honest. I mean, we're on the Molesworth station. It's, it's epic. It's, it's, um, it's stood up to everything everyone said. The condition of the gravel, it's real fine, hard packed stuff. It's not marbly and loose, it's 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 chilled. Um it's not hard. It's a long way, but it's not hard. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm just trying to find my lift plus energy drink. Or whatever they call it now. Because I'm starting to get a wee bit tired and hungry because it's I quite can't work out if it's I can't work out if it's live plus or live plus. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, it tastes good and that's the main thing. Well, that and it's got caffeine. <laughs> Ollie, have you done this before? Uh, not on a motorbike, no. I've uh, done it in a ute uh, a few years ago, but uh, other than that, no. 
How does it compare to doing it in a ute on a motorbike? Oh, it's uh, in a league of its own. It's so much fun. It's um, definitely worth doing. Um, How's the little 250 rally doing you? Oh, it's perfect thing for the job. It's um, great, quite nimble around the corners and got enough grunt to to let you have some fun down the down the long winding straights and stuff. Yeah. You're actually so fast that you're, uh, you've you've either been an o- a gate opener or a gate closer. Every time we've gone through a gate, I haven't had to touch a gate because you're always at the front. Yeah, well, um, we've only we've been pretty lucky. A lot of the gates have already been opened, but um, yeah, I've, me and my dad have been um, leading the pack, just making sure there's no traffic or anything to look out for. But good guides, well done, good guides. All right. Oh, they're having a yak. I'm pretty keen to get going because I'm running out of energy. It's been a big day. I uh, didn't sleep an awful lot last night. Make sure you get a decent night's sleep before you come out on a ride like this. I think we've done close to, I want to say like 250k's-ish. Uh, 228.6 since getting off the ferry. There you go. So we've done well. We haven't covered massive k's, but we've covered massive ground. And if you're, uh, if you're ever thinking about uh, whether the Molesworth is a ride for you. Hey, it's not hard. Uh, we were on a road bike. We were talking we could bring the family car through here. Yeah, but there was only one sort of um, lump in the road that might cause the car to bottom out. But other than that, like, you could do this on a Harley. It's a pretty well-maintained road, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm still blown away by it. Uh, we're one rider down now. Ross has continued on without us. Oh, excuse me. Uh, this episode of KRP is brought to you by Live Plus Persist. <laughs> <laughs> well, unofficially. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's actually a good point. Thanks very much to Motomark. Uh, if, you if you've had a dirty weekend, then Motomark's the stuff you need. Uh, the pink stuff in the bottle, spray it on your bike, have a beer, or wait 10 minutes, and then water blast is the best thing but you can even use a high pressure hose like a, a hose with decent pressure um our bikes are very dusty no mud it's like it's dry there's no mud but our bikes are very dusty and they're going to need that motor muck to uh, to definitely bring them back to uh to showroom condition shall we say yeah let's say that um not that my bike's ever going to look showroom again i don't think but uh now nah, i'm just i'm feeling very lucky that we we're able to do this today right Yes, definitely. I gotta, I gotta work out why I keep dropping the bike. I've dropped the bike again. What? Again, again? Not again, again. But I dropped the bike once. I, I dropped it on my foot, so I didn't hit the ground. But um, my, my right leg's obviously not as long as my left. Yeah, let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's keep going. And it is quarter to seven. We've rolled into Hanma. The sun is shining. There's a light northerly breeze, I think. Uh, and and it's and it's and it's been an eventful ride. What was that track we just finished on? Jolly's Pass. Jolly's Pass. Um, there Got was a Jolly's on Jolly's Pass. <laughs> there was a board on the other side that said uh, extreme care required. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, advanced drivers. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Fuck me, that hurt. Um, yeah, experienced drivers. Uh, high clearance four wheel drive vehicles. It wasn't that hard. Wasn't that hard, there was some, some rain ruts, a lot of rain ruts all the way back down the hill. So it was a lot of um, controlling the, uh, 
the bike on the way down the hill. But I tell you what, we've we've done it. We've done the Molesworth. We're in Hanman now, and uh, that was an epic ride. Massive skies, massive scenes, massive mountains, river crossings. Well, there weren't river crossings. There were bridges, but lots of crossing the river and um, just absolutely epic. Uh, the the second half, the road, the um, surface of the road was beautiful. You could pick up some speed, yeah. although it was a 50k zone the whole way through. Yeah, oh, wee bit of wind. No, it was bloody good. Only uh, hiccup was me crashing into the side of a bike, uh, which was a wee, is a wee bit painful right now. We got a, what, it was right at the top of Jolly's, Jolly's Pass, actually. Yeah, and he was crossed, crossed up in front of me and I ploughed right into him and, uh, yeah, I thought my knee was a bit sore, but actually it's my shoulders a bit, bit bruised up. Well, I'll tell you what, we're in Hanmer. They're known for their hot springs, so that's where we're going for the rest of the night. Some, uh, some food, some beers, and some chilling in the hot springs, I reckon. Sounds perfect. Definitely the beer part. Uh, so that was um, episode two of Great Rise of New Zealand. Thanks very much to Muddermuck. If you had a dirty weekend, check out muddermuck.co.nz. Uh, just a quick wrap up. We did the Molesworth. We did Jolly's Pass. What did we start with this morning? Um, what was it called? Ollie knows it. Port Under... Port Underwood? Yeah. Um, yeah, Port Underwood, Taylor Pass, um, Awateri Valley Road, Molesworth Station, Jolly's Pass, Hamner Springs. And if you want to see the GPX file or any of the route maps or anything, um, email us, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. We'll check them all through. We're on River as well, and there's loads of photos going up on social media, Facebook and Instagram, so do get amongst and check that out. Um, I give the Molesworth a solid 9 out of 10 oh yeah it'd be 10 out of 10 if it was Blue Sky Day exactly <laughs> this has been Kiwi Rider Podcast I've been Ray I've been Matt he's been Ollie and who else did we have here today uh, we had Brent and we had Brent and we had Alan and we had Ross just like that right keep the rubber slide down throttle on and we'll catch you in 7 days time <laughs> <laughs>